Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem, baby. We got a lot of stuff in the news today. As always, the good stuff bikers do. Lots of toy runs going to be talked about, as well as a member of a club that just got over COVID. He got a motorcycle club escort home. Good stuff. Also, the trial with the Pagans with uh, the alleged beating of one man uh, that's coming up as well. They called it outlaw justice. And then sad state of affairs, sad state of affairs. Uh, the Outlaws MC Nation lost one of their own. Uh, Roy Mason Jr. will cover that story as well. Say, uh, it, Motorcycle accidents, man. And then, of course, we got the wall of shame coming up. And remember, the second half of the show is always on the podcast platform, iTunes, everywhere. Major, it's there. So, And then, of course, Morning Hoot right after this one. So let's get into some news. After four months in multiple hospitals, including 45 days in a medically induced coma, Perry Allen is out. Fellow members of the Warrior Riders Motorcycle Club were waiting outside Medical City, Arlington, for the man they call Happy. Then they gave him a motorcycle escort back to his home in Midlothian. was diagnosed with COVID-19 in August. He spent time in three other hospitals and was intubated and placed in a medically induced coma for 45 days before he was transferred to Medical City, Arlington. He spent two weeks learning to eat, breathe, and walk again. The Army veteran says when he arrived at Medical City, Arlington, he couldn't get out of bed. Now he's walking through the hallways. Katie Johnston for CBSN DFW. We're here doing this Anderson Toy Parade. We've been working on it for 41 years. A good friend of mine named Jack Hurley out to Anderson Independent helped us get it started. It helps a lot of children at Christmas and also a lot of families at Christmas through the Bride of Christmas Fund with the Foothills Foundation. It's a big deal for us. The Lord has blessed us every year for the last 20 years probably with good weather. The Lord's been good to us. He looks after us because we know he takes care of his kids too. Well, happening today, thousands of kids are going to have a happier Christmas thanks to hundreds of bikers in central Arkansas. For 37 years, the annual motorcycle parade has served to gather Christmas presents for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots. The cyclists travel today from Rodney's Cycle House south of I-30 to Toy Hill at Shackleford Crossing. We fill in a lot of blanks for kids. So kids last year, there were 9,000 kids that were served last year from the efforts of Toys for Tots, Marine Corps, Rodney Cycle House, and everybody else that gets involved, the FOP. So it's a really, really, really great event. Toys for Tots are still accepting donations. To find out how you can help, we have all that information on our website for you, fox16.com. Well, as you can see, even the banditos were there. I guess maybe the narrative's wrong that the news puts out because they're out there helping everyone as well. 
Good stuff, guys, and uh, congrats for uh, that member of Shadow Warriors Motorcycle Club recovering from COVID. Now we go into the main story, and that one is on the Pagans. Presented new video showing the moments leading up to severe beating of a man. Police say he was attacked by members of the Pagan Motorcycles Club. And a trial of two alleged attackers started today. One doctor said the victim was hurt so badly, he'll never be the same again. Channel 11's Kara Safida was in court today, and she joins us live now with more on this. And Kara, prosecutors are driving home just how brutal the attack was. David, day one of this trial just wrapped up. In fact, jurors left about 20 minutes ago. Today, multiple witnesses took the stand who were at the bar the night of this alleged attack, saying they thought the victim had died from an attack that lasted less than 60 seconds. Five of the suspects in the case pleaded guilty. Today, the remaining two went to trial, Matthew Vasquez and Joseph Olinsky. Police say the seven suspects entered the Charleroi Slovak Club in a single file line and attacked a former member who was sitting at the bar. In today's opening statements, prosecutors told the jury the pagan motorcycle gang are outlaws in society who use outlaw justice, angry at a former member for leaving their club and joining another, telling jurors it was Seven members who attacked one 54-year-old man drinking a beer in a bar with his wife, saying they, quote, stomped his brain. The first to testify, the ER surgeon the night of the attack, saying the victim suffered permanent damage and will never be the same again. He said he was unresponsive with blood on the brain and a face full of broken bones from eye sockets to cheekbones. And without medical care, he would have died. I represent one person uh, who has a story to tell and is adamant that uh, this was not some grand conspiracy. Vasquez's defense attorney argues his client is seen on video throwing just one punch and doesn't want the pagan gang reputation to sway jurors. He told jurors today Vasquez was a hard-working single father who joined the club for the brotherhood, friendships, and charitable rides and never intended to cause bodily harm to the victim. One punch brought him here and he's lost a great deal because of that. Um, he certainly didn't intend for this individual to get injured like that. And Joseph Alinsky's defense attorney told jurors this was a bar crawl that ended in a bar brawl. She says video will show her client was one of the first to walk back out the door and did not conspire, hit or kick. Now, this trial is expected to last about a week. The victim will not be attending. I'm told he physically cannot because of the extent of his injuries. Live tonight. Okay, that one going out. I missed that uh, marker there with that damn microphone. Uh, it's like I'm crossed over, hitting all these buttons. Anyway, you heard it right there. Uh, they're worried about the club's reputation being brought into the trial. That's something that happy, happened with Freddie. They will use that. You already know they're going to use that, and they're going to use it further to hurt the club. I know that's what's coming. That's the way they always do crap. Uh, anyway, we're going to go to this sad story right here. 21 WFMJ, father of four killed in Warren motorcycle crash. According to his obituary, Mason was a member of the Outlaws Motorcycle Club and had a master's degree in English literature. Yes, these clubs do have lawyers, doctors, professionals, college graduates, 
It's not like the media portrays them. Hopefully you understand that. Uh, the Trumbull County Coroner says that 52-year-old Roy Mason and Warren died because of multiple fatal blunt force injuries to his head, neck, and chest. And this was a motorcycle accident. According to 911 reports, Mason's motorcycle was struck by a white SUV at East Market Street and Laird Avenue Northeast just after 4 p.m. last Thursday. Initial reports say the SUV fled the scene. <laughs> As of this ride and warn, traffic investigators were still uh, working on the crash report. Uh, he was a father of four. That's messed up. Another one. SUV, hit and run. I wonder what they're going to charge him with. Ridiculous. Now, this Hot Cars article. It seems like Hot Cars always comes out with something when there's major news happening in the biker scene, or more specifically, the club scene. We're going to be covering this in the second half of the show, Real In Death, so make sure you listen on this one. Sad state of affairs, man. Uh, according to them, the 10 ridiculous rules American motorcycle clubs still follow. And this kind of gives you a real in-depth look at just how bad regular citizens are and how ignorant they are. When it comes to clubs. Staunch about gender, color, and ethnicity. Always playing that race card, ain't these people? Always worried about the sexism. American motorcycle clubs have crazy hazing rituals. I don't know. Are they just as crazy as these college initiations and the frats? I don't know. Only certain motorcycle clubs will do. Yeah, they got a picture of Sons of Anarchy. You're an idiot. Uh, American motorcycle clubs have rules about riding time. Most are very tough to get into. Like I said, we're going to be covering a lot of this in the second half of the show and members of American motorcycle clubs respect their colors. You're you're a schmuck. You really are. You're a schmuck. That's all I can tell you. This out uh overseas in Oz. Yes, we've been putting more Oz news on because a lot of listeners are from Oz and uh they appreciate that stuff so we're covering them as well. Uh 99 guns were taken from alleged gang members and associates by its national anti-gang squads uh in 2020-2021 that is up from 51 firearms seized over the previous 12 months and it just looks like regular rifles man it's I feel for you guys over there with your gun laws more than 3.6 million in suspected crime proceeds was confiscated compared to 1.6 million in 2020 while the 231 charges laid by the squad was a 35 percent increase the firearms haul included concealable loaded handguns military grade automatic firearms they're probably semis 
capable of firing several rounds a second. Uh, quote, many of the weapons were found loaded and easily accessible to offenders, increasing the dangers to the police and the public. Well, there that is right there. <laughs> I told you, that's why they do this type of stuff is to increase their budgets. <sighs> it is suspected they were stockpiled for the Comancheros. So, again, you got uh, that right there, trying to pad their budgets is what it is. It's always about that with these people, man. It really is. A former Kempner police officer is behind bars in South Texas tonight after using a state background check program for off-the-job reasons. At least that is what an arrest warrant indicates. 25 News reporter Jarrell Baker has more. Todd Kempner police say that the former police officer, Andrew Souter, was arrested in Hidalgo County this morning by a U.S. Marshals Task Force. Interim Kempner Police Chief Heriberto Rodriguez says that Souter is being held at the Hidalgo County Jail. Chief Rodriguez says they discovered the misconduct during a routine internal investigation, which is routine when a new police chief takes over. We were reviewing some, some files that we have and some records that we keep. Uh, we just, just we saw the discrepancy. An arrest warrant says Souter used a criminal background database to do a background check on his one-time roommate. The Alpha David says when confronted, the former cop denied it, but there was an electronic trail. Mayor John Wilkerson says this proves their city takes all crime seriously and no one is above the law. I don't care if it's a police officer, I don't care if it's city staff, an elected official. Uh, if, if an allegation is made against me, our police department has full access to conduct a thorough investigation and hold those accountable if they violated the law. Okay, final thoughts on this one. That last story in Australia, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about, how they parade around everything that they've accomplished, because what that does is give them more into their budget to further harass your ass. That's what it really does. And they do that here in the United States as well. So remember that every time you hear the media calling them gangs or every time they think a couple people represent an entire club, that is what they're doing. The police are using the media for that purpose. For that purpose. In the beginning, a lot of good stuff happened and a lot of toy runs and that one club member recovering from COVID, everybody takes care of their own within the biker community. And these schlucks don't understand that kind of stuff and it upsets them when people are quiet about it. Uh, we also send out our condolences to the Outlaws Motorcycle Club on the loss of their brother. And make sure you guys go over to the second half of the show. Check us out on Roku and Fire TV. All that good stuff. We'll see you over there for the second half of the show. To the extent that pending criminal matters are discussed on this website or YouTube channel, 
All such charges are merely accusations, and all defendants are presumed innocent until and unless proven guilty in a court of law. Next message. Saved Saturday at 9.24 p.m. Sorry, I'm just... It's starting to hit me like a, um...
Now, get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. And welcome back to the second part of the show. Like I said earlier, the hotcars.com article. They always seem like they want to come out when there's a big media presentation such as the Nat Geo and put out their spin on MCs. Now, let's be honest. MCs cover a lot and a lot of space. Meaning, there's all kinds of different subcultures. But it's always the 1% clubs that the media is going to focus on. Why? Because it brings the views. It brings the clicks. If it bleeds, it leads, as they say. Which is 100% true. You have a lot of people that bitch about our coverage of Biker News. Well, you know, you're always sensationalizing it. No, I ain't. And if that was the case, why are you still watching or listening? Doesn't make any sense. It comes down to people want to be heard. Plain and simple. You can never, ever make anybody happy. So down those lines, Hot Cars came out with 10 ridiculous rules American motorcycle clubs still follow. And it goes on to say, even after 70 years on the road, American Motorcycle Club members are still bound by some intriguing and frankly ridiculous rules. This by Aaron Poondyer. This guy, probably the most he's rode on two wheels is a damn moped. But he thinks he has the right to say the rules that clubs live by are ridiculous. Well, why is that? Because he lives in a leftist 
utopia where if you exclude women or you base your group on race, you're no good. No good. That's how those on the outside think. You wonder why bikers are considered rebels. Because they just don't want to deal with the bullshit. Now, his very first thing, and this is what I'm talking about. Because instead of going from 1 to 10, they go from 10 to 1. But. But. That makes their point. In their eyes. Because that's the first thing you see. Staunch about gender, color, and ethnicity. We live in an overlapping world today where gender is blurring and ethnicity is of no matter. The pandemic has seemed to equally even with the virus not differentiating between anyone, but the American motorcycle clubs remain unchanged. It's too fucking bad. You got the white set, you got the black set, you got the mixed set, you got the Hispanic set. Hell, you even got lesbians and freaking gays, you know, Tinkerbells. They got their set. People really don't care what you think is right and wrong. You just want to give an opinion because you want to insert yourself in a discussion that's none of your fucking business. Let's be honest. You're too much of a pussy to even be on a bike, probably. Like I said, you've been on a moped. We don't follow what society thinks. Hell, I've been called racist so many times because, hey, I believe uh, I'm a peckerwood, man. That's the way it is. I'm a white boy. I'm not going to sit there and shrivel up because... You people think that's racist. You might have a younger generation that does that, but it sure ain't going to be this one. They'll go on to complain that most AMCs don't allow female members, although wives are given secondary status. Other American motorcycle clubs are all about being white, Mexican, Hispanic, black. But all of them only want straight members... Unless it's an LBGTQ plus motorcycle club. Well, there you go. Can't be too much races. Everybody wants to be with their own set. And no, nobody wants a freaking Pudge Packer. That's not how this thing works. This is men in these clubs. Not a Fudge Packer. Not a Hershey Highway driver. It don't work that way. And it really never will. Of course, you do have these uh, new generation of club members. So God knows what, you know, I'm always told, well, you have to come into modern times. Well, maybe, just maybe, they'll start allowing fudge packers in. I don't know. American motorcycle clubs have crazy hazing rituals. Really? He goes on the cry about, there's a tough screening process that differs from club to club. 
Some even go to the extents of running legality checks on the new members. And for the outlaw MCs, having a rap sheet is akin to a medal. You know why we run legality checks with clubs? Because they don't want fucking pedophiles. Or somebody that has sexual freaking paperwork on them. I wouldn't want that near my kids, my grandkids. They want to know who their future brother is going to be. Unlike the left, and yes, I'm banging on the left because they're a bunch of fucking Looney Tunes. We don't want that shit. We don't think pedophilia is a protected class like you scumbags do. And it don't matter if it's a 1% club, 99% club. Most clubs worth the shit's going to do a background check. And the hazing ritual, according to you, depends on how friendly and unsavory the club's reputation is? No. Uh-uh. Don't work that way. There's a built-in process with some of these clubs that have been going on for decades and decades. Then right to the, uh, there's only certain motorcycles you can have. Yeah, most clubs want true blue American motorcycles. They're not communist socialist pricks like you motherfuckers are. You gotta remember, motorcycle clubs are exported from this country. People in other countries want to be like the American clubs. At the same time, we're proud to be American. That's why many people choose to ride a Harley Indian Victory, a USA uh, bike, you know, custom-made bike. But don't go out there and say they will ride on a Harley, maybe even an Indian, but they draw the line there. Well, how the fuck do you know? Who the fuck are you talk to? That's where a lot of guys get pissed off because you got some little Tinkerbell here trying to tell everybody else what is supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing as a living. Then he goes in about the riding time. Every You got a motorcycle. It is a motorcycle club. An MC, that's what it stands for, motorcycle club, not mostly cars. You got to fucking ride. What's so hard to understand about that? Then they get into this, most are very tough to get out of too. No, they ain't. You go to a meeting, you hand your patch in, you give your explanation, and it is what it is. This ain't you know, blood in, blood out kind of shit. This ain't prison shit. What are you, fucking dumb? It always amazes me how you guys do want to throw it towards the gang lifestyle. And how all these clubs are gangster. And it's funny, by the way, you had that picture of Sons of Anarchy with the motorcycles. I'm telling you what, that show has done so much damage to the MC scene, it's pitiful. 
That and the Mayans. Thanks, Kurt Sutter, you fucking prick. Really ruined that good fucking thing coming. But you made your money off of it, didn't you? Motorcycle clubs respect their colors. No shit, they work for them. What have you ever done to work? What have you worked for that you're actually proud of? It can't be this garbage of a fucking article. Most behave like bad boys. You'd tell he's a fucking Tinkerbell talking like that. They stand up for their brethren and they are territorial. That's their fucking article right there. That's old boy's article. This from a guy who probably rides a fucking moped. Unbelievable, isn't it? How the media, who has never been in an MC, can talk about one. And they expect everybody to listen. That is one of the reasons why shit is always getting out of control with the general public. Because the general public's too fucking stupid to research on their own. Yeah, I admit, the few bad apples give clubs bad names. But I just say the same thing for cops, and I do that all the time. Boy, those cops don't like me whatsoever when I get on that trip. The email after email, you, you, you're cocksuckers. It is actually unbelievable where people would actually sit down and read this kind of article because that just shows you the state of mind that a lot of people coming in the biker scene are all about. And you wonder why you've seen an explosion of clubs over the years. The explosion's there. It's never going to stop. Never. It's not even worth going to jail anymore to make sure you enforce protocol because all they're going to do is run into the cops anyway. Isn't that funny? They want to run to the cops, but they want to play bad boy, as Tinkerbell over here would fucking say. It's a truly disgusting deal. Especially with that whatever, you know, all that shit that happened with Mad Geo. And now you see an article like this. It's like, get a fucking life, man. Really, just get a fucking life. That's not what everything is all about. It's not about all that bullshit. It's about having fun, riding your motorcycle, going out banging a couple bitches. Living life to its fullest. It sure the hell ain't sitting here going to drink some wine with your little fag buddies. You're jealous. That's what it is. You're jealous. That's what the general public are. Because they want to live through the lens of what bikers truly do. That's what the fuck's going on here. They're jealous. They want to do something they cannot do. Why do you think cops do it? Cops are doing it all the fucking time now. They want to live that bad boy life. But during the day, they got to be a square. That's how they get their rocks off is throwing out of club colors. 
and going out and acting like Billy Badass. So that's what I have to say on that article. Coming up, we got a new segment that I'm going to be doing at the back end of uh, the podcast. We're going to be talking about some other issues going on around the country. We got an article from the New York Post saying the White House is working behind the scenes with the media to get some more positive coverage. Isn't that great to know that your media, who is supposed to hold the government officials accountable, want to work with the son of a bitches? We'll be right back. Do I make you horny, baby? Oh, my God. The news is just Get in the mood now by downloading the Insane Throttle Radio app from Google Play for Android Now. Rock on. And we're back. We got China Doll in here. And we wanted to talk about the, the upcoming women's roundtable that Black Dragon is getting together. Basically, it's all the wives of the roundtable host or girlfriends that are going to get together for a fun show. We'll be talking about that news media working in cahoots with Biden after this segment. So I wanted to bring on my morning hoot co-host. Yes, the bitch of all bitches, China Dow. How rude, really? I'm always rude. I know. You act like this is something new with me. No, it's not. God. God, I don't feel the love. I'm sorry, I don't. Why You're going to totally get... get it on the women's roundtable. Why should I give your bipolar ass any loving? All you do is give me headaches. To not get headaches, you got to give love. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh-huh. DNG is what I say. The roundtable is going to be about, from my understanding, what it was like for you women when the men were either in patches or in the clubs now. That's what the premise of the first show is going to be about. Wow, that better be a long show. I feel sorry for Black Dragon. He's going to be the only man on the panel. Only one. Ha. He's so screwed. <laughs> all that estrogen's going to be We're going to all there. target him cuz he's there. <laughs> you Tia uh Tanks old lady's going to be there. Uh Wild on Twos is going to be there. It's going to be a good one so fo- so far five. Okay, you only named four. Yeah, but there's another one I'm missing. I already know I am. Well, duh. I'm not good at my memory. Sucks. Your math is terrible. It is. God, count on your fingers. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you you think you're gonna want to touch on? Now is he gonna be asking questions, or do we just go to town? Because he says he's gonna mediate it. So I'm he's assuming gonna moderate it. He's, he's gonna, gonna moderate. Ask questions, yeah. So he's gonna ask questions. So I mean, I gotta answer the question, and I'm gonna answer the questions honestly. Why not? I'm fucked then. You're fucked. You're fucked without a kiss even. You ain't getting no blow and go that time. <laughs> no. No blow and go for you, baby. It was hard. It yeah. was hard like we've talked about in the past. Oh, yeah. I just can't wait to hear what the other women have to say. They're probably going to all jump on the bad wagon and, you know. Take up my side, huh? Hell yeah. That's what uh-huh. women do. <laughs> They're going to bitch and moan. It's going to be women versus Black dragon. <laughs> and he's the nice guy. He isn't like me, how I am on the program. He, he sits here, okay. <laughs> That's because Tia will whoop his ass. Tia will. Tia will whoop the <laughs> fuck out of him. She'll beat him like a junkyard dog. 
Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> you imagine bringing them women on my show in the morning hoot? Oh, my goodness. Nah, because we'd band together. That's all. You That's vipers all always try to band together against me. Yeah, but if you lose. had everybody sound-wise instead of just typing, it'd be totally different. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. You guys, every time I go into the Discord server, you're always running like little hoes. I don't run nowhere. I stay there. <laughs> you guys run like you're cupping and going, afraid of getting it in the asshole. <laughs> well, when the oops happens, you got to cup and go. What the hell's wrong with you? Excellent. Are you looking forward to this new uh, I am, actually. I was like very, very, I felt, felt very grateful that I was even asked. Because who the hell wants to hear about you? <laughs> inquiring minds always want to know about hollywood <laughs> you're screwed then dude I, I i guess i am you are totally screwed i'm gonna uh, have fun with this well i'll let you guys know when it is coming up and china Dow will be on there i'm uh, i'm kind of uh interested in the fucked up shit you'll probably uh talk about but which means i is. get to take over your studio for a show yes you <laughs> get to sit in my chair the oh. big boy chair. I get to sit. No, your chair's stupid. I might just move mine over there. Because <laughs> if I sit in your chair, I'm going to be like almost below the desk. <laughs> Where you should be. Shut the hell up. No. Anyway, we'll be right back after this.
106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Get it. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? We're going to put the skitties in your island, wickers, you plonker. Do you know what he's saying? WMMRDB. So do you think I have to be worried, or better yet, do you think all the members of the roundtable should be worried about their old ladies going on this new show? Let me know, man. Let me know. Scary stuff. But like I was talking about here, White House was working behind the scenes with media to get positive coverage. What happened to the media being there to hold the government accountable. That just goes to show you that the media is nothing but a propaganda machine with whoever they lay in bed with. It could be Congress, it could be the president, one party, which it's always the leftists. Or it can be the police officers when it comes to Motorcycle clubs and bikers. Out of the New York Post, the White House has been secretly begging news organizations to give favorable coverage to President Biden rather than focusing on his failings, according to a report. The administration is not happy with the unflattering headlines and coverage of the supply chain disaster and handling of the economy. And so has been working behind the scenes trying to shape coverage in its favor, CNN's reliable sources said. And I guess over the past week, they've been having briefings with all the networks. That is not how this country is supposed to work when it comes to the media. In a perfect world, the media would give both sides of the story. We already know that doesn't happen, and they have no desire for that to happen. Go figure, right? After what happened with Nat Geo. So that's where it falls on us independent creators to get the word out to all the subscribers, the followers, to everybody we can reach on every one of our social media platforms. There's never been a better time than now to make sure people are informed. People are coming to us for non-biased coverage. I think that's one of the things that really upset clubs is I'll bring out the story and they want it covered up. Well, we don't want it highlighted. Well, that's not how news works. That's not how news editorial stuff works. Unless you bring out the bad, you're never going to get the good. Yes, it's a double-edged sword, but that's the way it works. Yes, if you notice, I get that all the time. Anyway, sad state of affairs with the media in this country. When you have an administration that is actively trying to get the media, to push out propaganda. You know, last time that happened was what? Germany, 1930s and 40s? 
Remember that, folks, when you're looking at your news. Get out there, do your own research, and don't be one of them ignorant asses who just believe anything and everything that these people have to say. That's it for the show today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Don't forget to pass us around like a hooker, baby. Both uh, YouTube, Roku, Fire, uh, or Amazon Fire, and this podcast as well. Share it with a friend. That helps us uh, more than financial assistance does, is you sharing it, getting the word out. I'll talk to you later. See you on the next show. Rock on, baby. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.